0: knockout ginger episode 42 with evan shea big fan saxophonist saxophonist you know what i mean band leader producer beat maker lunatic car enthusiast thanks for listening good luck out there Email me at knockoutginger at gmail.com. F all the haters. What's been going on?
1: Dude, just like, you know, I mean, I guess the best way to say is just like, I've been trying to take things kind of day by day, you know? Just like try to do, try to do the best I can every day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's it's tough after 300 and something days. Oh my God, man. I can't believe how long we've been. Well,
1: I mean, I can believe because I've been in it, (laughs) but it's like, oh my God. How, like, I mean, how have we done this? It's like, it feels like it's been hard, but also just like, I mean, the same time it's like i'm mostly just like sat in this chair <laughs> i'm sitting in right now and like i haven't gone anywhere but like i don't know it's been fast and slow
0: yeah i mean yeah in hindsight it's flown by yeah but in the moment it just like sludges along i don't know you,
1: totally man absolutely no I, I totally feel that it's like it's really been an interesting, like, just like a test of like your own perspectives and like what you perceive as like, and, like, like what you just perceive like time as, or like what you perceive like routine as, or whatever you know. It's like all these things are suddenly up, just like pushed to like such extremes that we haven't experienced before. What?
0: Yeah. What have you have you learned anything? Uh, about your life or process or whatever? Or... Uh,
1: yeah. Yes. I'd like to say yes and no. Um, well, it's like, it's more like more so. Yes. Because like, I think, I think like people, and I'm sure like a lot of us, especially musicians, we've all been going through like a lot of just like, I mean, it's like everything besides the pandemic as well. Like all the, the social unrest and like the, um just like, the things happening within the music schools and like all these great new movements happening out of you. And it's like, you just, there's, there's so much, there's so much to think about and so much important information to absorb and really spend good time with and like really trying to learn and be better every day, which is in itself extremely tiring and challenging, but you know, as is life and as is, practicing and learning an instrument as is anything good in life and worthwhile is hard and good.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: But it's, you know, I don't know. I think being a musician right now is really interesting, especially a a Canadian musician, especially with the situation, a lot of us are in, I think is a really unique thing that is, I mean, it's different from what people are going through in the U S obviously, like it's still very difficult, but we have, <laughs> we have government money coming in to our bank accounts right. for, for gig workers. At least people who are gig workers and don't have, you know, daytime jobs or whatever, you know? Yeah. That's, that's a, I don't know. Like that really changed things for me and the way I kind of go about my entire life because it's, so much of my life has been about just hustling for photo and video gigs and like doing just doing whatever I can to get by every month and make sure I have money for my landlord and for the, the great grocery stores. <laughs> I mean, we have this like opportunity to either like really kind of save and plan for the future or we have an opportunity and time to do stuff right now, which is a really interesting prospect because it's like i think i think it also shows a really good argument towards the like the idea of ubi and like having like at least have like gig workers or people who are working for like 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 gig workers just people who are working those types of jobs have at least some sort of security blanket underneath them or just like i mean or just any every like ideally everyone should be able to get it you know but if we're going to like pass these like great I- ideals, you know, through tons of, tons of government, that's going to get watered down to something different, of course, you know?
0: Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I'm on the, I'm really on the fence about that. Then, yeah. I think it's,
1: I don't, I, it's, I don't really know like what the firm, like, I don't know what the firm solution is, but it's like, all I know is that I see how much of a difference it's made in so many of my friends' lives just having eighteen hundred dollars a month has transformed like so many people's time and what they can focus
0: who's getting that much money
1: yeah well, yeah. <laughs> yeah who's getting that much money in the first place like like I, yeah like that's like, that's the, that's the it's, thing
0: it's tough because we're all we're all better off <laughs> but there's also
1: no gigs <laughs>
0: Yeah. But there's also like people who need the money that I'm getting way more than I, need Absolutely. It, you Absolutely, know? there's also, that. so it's like, yeah. it's crazy. I don't know. I don't, I have no idea what I think.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, there's so many, man, uh, <laughs> it's so many big things to think about right now. And that's the thing. It's like every day there's just like different big shit, <laughs> just big shit every day. And it's like, it it gets tiring, you know? And it's, but it's good to learn to take steps away from that and you know I'm saying that and I'm really bad at doing that <laughs> but you know because I get I get very just the way I work as a person I get very into like projects and, and into like like things and ideas and whatnot you know yeah I very. I get very single-minded about so it's like working on like the record was perfect this this pandemic because I had it gave me like something to like focus on and direction to like navigate through everything and be able to like, like, I don't know, just have something to look forward to every day because like at the beginning of the pandemic, there's so many days where I was just like, you know, you're just overwhelmed by feelings of shit and just like, of like the everyday like uncertainty because everything was still so fresh then too and like all the it was there was no we didn't really know how the virus worked. We didn't know anything about, we still don't yeah we still don't know how the virus work, works fully either. You know, it's like we're always learning. But it's I don't know, like it's it's just crazy to think back to like even that feels so long ago and that was March. <laughs> Yeah. Just the sheer amount of things have just, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I think, I still think the idea of at least gig workers having some sort of assistance is something that should be really thought about as like a long term thing beyond just this year of CRB. Because it's, I don't know. It's just, the way I'm like either that or we have to have the radical shift of streaming services like fully become a fair thing for us to be able to work with. Right. My argument has always been with streaming services that they're great. It's just that they don't pay us. (laughs) Like the actual platforms for them are fantastic. You have this catalog of music, like, readily available you can find anything you want and it's like i would if i knew musicians were getting paid better i would definitely pay more which i mean then and with that argument i should be on title right now but you know
0: like, right I'm, yeah fair, i don't know I'm but like spotify spotify is so great i can yeah. i'm thinking about like not even having a website
1: dude there's so many people there i think that's such a as someone who like does like thinks about design and does like these like being a photographer and a videographer it's like i works i've worked so much with these things for a while and i think it's so interesting how so many musicians these days especially jazz musicians are creative like people who do quote unquote creative music um they don't have a website anymore they just have a band camp and their stuff on spotify and that's it yeah, And I think that's, that's fantastic. If we're able to cut that little bit more, like having a website is really useful and can be a, an extremely good tool for you to be able to have just a central point for all your work that you have complete control over how it looks and how it's presented. And that's insanely important, but you can do that now basically i mean it's like you can do that now with spotify and bandcamp by itself like you can you have so much reach with those
0: like so i go you type my name into spotify mm-hmm. and my music comes up my podcast comes up yeah i can put i can put pictures and gigs on there i can sell merch on spotify like
1: yeah i mean why, do you, why like, do you need a website then like it's like exactly
0: I don't know. It's like it's such a great place. I just would like I mean as if as if people are even listening to me, but like
1: <laughs> I'm listening to you. I've been enjoying those podcasts very much in fact. I've been Thank you. It, especially especially as a Montreal musician because it's like I feel like I I know so many like these Toronto people that I I've known like through the years and stuff like that, but it's just great to like be able to hear them speak and like talk about the Toronto scene and get like more into like understanding how it works and how it's similar and different from Montreal and you know I don't know it's great man I enjoy it
0: thank you yeah now the the dark part is like my like if I look at my numbers for everything oh yeah yeah people care about my podcast way more than my music oh yeah oh yeah. which is like what am i doing <laughs> <laughs> uh But whatever, though. At least people are paying attention. I'm all into Uh, dark
1: stats, man. I love dark. Yes. Like
0: it's just. Um, so your records out recently? Yeah, yeah.
1: it's been out. It's been out for just over a month now. It was out October 30th on Bandcamp. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. I've been. I was listening to it. I didn't realize it was new.
1: Yeah, it's like very new. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's, It's still fresh. I'm still. I mean. I feel like I am I feel like I'm already tired of like emailing like people about it, but like, it's still new, which it's like, mm-hmm. no, I need to get over that in my head. <laughs> so I'll like be more willing to put in more, email grunt work.
0: Do it. I got to figure that out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do for this next thing that I'm working on, but
1: Dude, so it's just all about research. And just all I do is just like, I look up musicians who I like, or that I think are similar, or just even friends of mine, like friends of mine who might be getting written about. Like, and then I just, I just kind of just backtrack and like find. Okay, so here's the author of this article who wrote this article about my homie. Okay, so let me look for their address or their email address, not their home address. <laughs> let me look for their address and show up at their home and knock on the door. <laughs> Hey, will you please review my record? I'm not, a- Or I'll kill you. <laughs> I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream is just like you get their home address and you just show up with the, your record and you just catch them off guard. They'll remember you forever. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yeah. that process worked for me for my first record. Yeah. And it did not work for my last two.
1: Interesting. It it I don't know. So I don't know. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've I've had relatively decent success with the radio this time around. I think much more than last time, which I find interesting. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like, well, Lawful Citizen isn't necessarily, like, radio music. We Like, one of our songs would get played decently because it was kind of, it was, like, softer. But mostly it was... Like, I don't know. It was just that song in, like, a few radio stations. But, like, this one, I don't know. I think it's probably because, like, it's got lyrics and it's got, like, you know, it's got different styles. It's got different entry points for different people, I think, makes it easier for the general public to maybe dive in. And then, like, I hope they ease into, like, the quarter tone weirdness and stuff like that, too, (laughs) parts of the record.
0: Uh, Who's playing it?
1: it was just on cbc uh saturday night jazz layla's show she played nice. she played chillin and i was like Ugh, sick <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i
0: there's a good mix of stuff on that yeah
1: one, well she played me she played me like it was like me then cajunada and then bad bad not good and i was like well, it was like 11:50 p.m. so it was like you know party it was like party hour <laughs> right <laughs> The after hour party time that makes sense where where she put it it but it was like it, it was cool, but um, like Van- Vancouver Island, like UVX radio station has been playing me. nardwire has been playing me a bunch in in Vancouver, which is sick. Nardwar,
0: that's the, like, what more could we ask dude, for? Like, he, dude,
1: he, dude, because he one radio show, he played me four times on it. He like, sh- like, he got me up because of him. Basically, I got into like the top, like national top fifty for the week, and that's like, sick. What, <laughs> like that's insane for like I like jazz whatever record like I don't know like I was one of two self-released albums that week that was so cool such a good feeling I was like man I've like done like I did all this work myself like to get this here like it was one of those moments that just like felt like reassuring that I was doing doing the right thing and I felt but then like, you know, like the next day, like something happens and then I feel like absolute shit and like I have total dread. <laughs> like like, what the hell am I doing? I'm such a fraud. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's how it goes. That's the oh, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. just the process. And I love it so much. Oh yeah. Total love um, I'm good with it. If you like. Yeah, and it always happens. Something cool happens, and then the next day you wake up and you're like <sighs> And it's
1: like, I wonder how much of it, of that feeling is like the like huge amount of like dopamine reception that happens maybe with your brain when you get like some sort of good news like that or something like that. And then like, like you get like a hangover from it almost like the feeling of like all the, like, you know, like when you post your record online that day and then you get like all those people like saying like positive shit and you're like, oh
0: hell yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that never really happens to me. But I don't know. Imagine it's like
1: it's... Your brain—I feel like my brain just like fires off on those days. Well, I have ADD too, so it's like I gravitate to like things like that with like my, with just the the way my brain functions, you know. So it's just like, like you got to be careful with things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But so it's like I feel like like the day after something like that, you might like. You're like, oh, okay, well, now what? Like, how do I replace that feeling that I just had, that great feeling? It was like, that felt dope. Like, I just released a bunch of me and people liked it. Like, how do I get that same gratification today? And then it's like, like, then you just like fall into misery or some shit like that, you know?
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, this, it's, it's interesting. I don't know what happened recently, but i put out a solo bass record over a year ago yeah yeah and i just did it like quietly didn't really send it to too many people or anything Mm -hmm. and over the last like week and a half people have just like started listening to it
1: (laughs) it's funny how things work like that you know it's just Uh, like i don't know (laughs) you just yeah i don't know either man it's just it's funny What's your experience been like with like, I don't know. I've like, because you've you've you like me, you've been across the border but like I'm an American who came to Canada, you're a Canadian who went to America. Um, how do you perceive the differences between like I guess the scenes of the two countries and just like how maybe Maybe the jazz, do you do you feel like there's a difference between how the jazz scenes operate and maybe how, like, the media operates? Or, like, do you think they're similar? or?
0: Um, no, I don't know. It's hard to say. The, yeah. the big difference for me with the American scene is that it sort of feels like, it mostly feels like a cool kids club that I can't really crack into. Mm-hmm to a certain extent mm-hmm. and it's also like I mean I don't want to say it's it's not I don't want to apply that imply that it's easy but there's a certain aspect of overnight success that comes into play when you're in when you live in New York mm-hmm. um, and to say overnight success is I don't want to imply that people don't work hard but you work hard and then suddenly you get the ball once the ball starts rolling it just keeps rolling kind of thing but you just like nate chin writes about you on something and then all of a sudden you have a career and you're on all the jazz festivals
1: yeah uh, amen. so that was when i was doing my email rounds to nate chin and i made a copy paste era Error in my email to him, and I feel like such a stupid idiot. <laughs> I like, totally like complimented like him on like the wrong thing. <laughs> just like I was like, I read the email after, and I was just like,
0: Oh. Did you email him back?
1: Oh yeah, I emailed. I was like, Oh, sorry, that was totally copy paste error. Like, no, like I, 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 know who you are, and I know what you do. Please, like, <laughs> like, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I, I'm so stupid. I was just like, Oh my god.
0: <laughs> well. He probably remembers you though yeah hope well i mean
1: he never replied so (laughs) but hopefully he remembers yeah
0: whatever yeah but i i think that like um so there's that aspect of the american scene and then there's the canadian we're kind of fueled by grants over here Mm -hmm. so i feel like there's a lot of uh laziness straight up laziness that comes along with that when i when i see how both how the american scene and the canadian scene kind of mm-hmm. like just the difference it like i feel there's a certain uh
1: i i definitely feel like to an extent like when you're i don't i don't want to i don't, I don't want to generalize all of like america's like vibe as like a like a jazz scene you know or whatnot but I, I don't know. I feel when, I, when I'm when i in New York there's definitely like a, there's more of a drive behind people. There's more like pep, not like pep in their stuff but it's just like there's just more of like a gotta gotta get shit done now. Or
0: Yeah, um, there's, an, there's an urgency to the work. Urgency
1: to everything. Well, there's just an urgency to everything in New York. That's just the way the yeah. city runs. And that's just not how Canada operates as, like, a country. It's, like, it's not an urgent place. Hmm. There's a lot of urgent things happening, you know, but, like, I feel like there's a general sense of politeness and calmness to, like, the, like, general vibe of, you know, population. And I think that comes over into the, the music scene a bit as well, I think. But I definitely... I don't know. I, I don't think that's a bad thing, though, at the same time.
0: Definitely. I think, yeah.
1: I think for me as a person, it works better for me. And that's why I've stayed here for a long term. You know, I've, like, I've been in Montreal for 10 years now uh, after leaving Seattle. So it's like, I don't know, man. It's just like I never re- like really felt like I wanted to like be in. Like, I love to visit New York and I love to be there it's so exhilarating and so wonderful and there's nothing else like it but i think after 3 months i would be exhausted because i know after a week of the pace that i go there i'm exhausted <laughs> after one right
0: yeah i mean i love it like if i could um like I, I to to a certain extent i wish that was my life but it's just not as a canadian with not much of a career to propel me. It's just not really possible. Just like I have to have a day job and can't play anywhere. Cause also the clubs are all closing. Like, I, so it's just like, I'm, uh, I'm trying to bring, I hope that I am sort of bringing a bit of that urgency mm-hmm. to the Toronto scene. But I I don't, I don't know, like, I'm just trying to do everything. And I don't know that a lot of people are trying to do everything mm -hmm. around, like, I don't want to, there's a lot of sitting around waiting for money to come. Yeah. And, uh, I just, it's my goal to just show everyone that that's not, that doesn't have to be the case. Mm -hmm. Like I made my last, like my solo record that I was just telling you about, yeah. I made it for less than fifty dollars. Yeah. If you count the the download codes that I printed on paper, yo like no, man, it's it's you can do whatever you want whenever you want.
1: I'm all about like, especially with this record that I just made, man. It's like I I created most of it in this room, like all all, all of it except for like I recorded my friend in in LA in January doing sense. And that was the only thing I did in person. The rest of it, literally 98% of the record was done remotely. And just like doing that process was so different from every single jazz process that I've done for composition, for recording, for literally every single part of it was different. Basically. Like I used Sibelius twice (laughs) for the whole record. And like, I, you know, it's like versus with Lawful Citizen, I'd write out all the charts and I'd bring them in, we'd rehearse we went to the studio for two days. I was gonna go into the studio and like try to kinda get people to come in and do do their features and stuff over like a studio just have people kind of come in for shifts and do their work. But you know, just with the pandemic, I just didn't feel like that was the smartest thing to do. And like, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel. I'm. I always err on the side of like super caution, like for stuff. Yeah, it's just like I've basically mostly just been at home <laughs> this whole pandemic, basically. Um, so I don't know. I've almost found a comfort in being in here, working on music in Ableton as like a means for me to like be able to still create, but like create safely. And I think being able to do that for the record was really important. And being able to just like email people, just be like, yo, do you want to do something over this track? Like do whatever you want. I don't care.
0: You mm. do. <laughs> That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Just like, and it's, I mean, I'm, how do you, how do you I don't know that
1: process. Sorry. How do you enjoy that process?
0: It's cool. I mean, I'd rather be in rooms with people, but Like, the way that this specific project is working out, Mm -hmm. I couldn't be much happier with it. Like, it's been a cool learning experience and um, just, like, reconnecting with people that I don't, I'm just bad at staying in touch with people. It's just been a good, like, thing to do. To,
1: like, interact with someone and, like, to Mm -hmm. just do something together. Which is, you know, small things like that are even important now, you know? It's like, how, how like, few people do I actually see besides, like, my girlfriend and my cat and the person at the grocery store? Like, it's important to, like, maintain to be able to meet other people and stuff, you know?
0: It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like, going from me being at, working the door at the Rex every night,
1: Oh, and like, that's, that's such a fucking social job. Like that's. Yeah.
0: And then suddenly I see my parents and my roommate. Yeah. It's a crazy shift.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. Totally. But I don't know. I think it's, I think this shift, it's been good and bad. You know, it's like, I think it's good that we're all kind of shifting our way of thinking and readjusting how we do things and like. I don't know. Like, I don't, I also don't miss every part of it too at the same time. And I'm kind of like realizing parts of it that I'm of like being a musician that I'm just like, you know what? Like, I don't, I don't know if I totally want to go back to that part of my life, you know, when, when things like, you know, are able to, you know, go back to. No, I'm not even gonna say go back to normal because it's such a fucking lie. <laughs> like go get to a point where we can go outside and do things and be able to play gigs and stuff, you know? Yeah. Once we're at a point with that, um, I don't know. It's like there I I've definitely like readjusted what I my priorities of like what I wanna be doing, I think. And it's continually evolving too, because I don't know. Like i still want to play jazz and stuff like of course i want to play i always want to play saxophone and be uh i want to be a musician in that context but i want to be my kind of i guess new goal is to just be the best musician that i can be in any context i'm thrown into basically right is just the kind of mindset shift i'm really thinking about and wanting to go after more i guess
0: i've kind of had the opposite shift yeah yeah that's cool i've i think i've sort of just been like i want to do i just need to figure out my thing yeah totally because like i'm already not i've never been a side person Mm -hmm. like i've just never i've never been a first call person ever Mm -hmm. And now that I'm just spending so much time alone in my room practicing, I'm just like, there's a certain, uh, well, I don't want to acknowledge the beast because I'll probably wake up and (laughs) tomorrow and just feel hungover or whatever we said before. But like uh, there's a certain point where you spend so much time working on something and uh, you just sort of get to a phase that's, not really like it's just there's a level of confidence that comes along with it mm-hmm. and it's just sort of like this is my thing this is what i sound like i'm just gonna keep doing it yeah i just gotta make it better yeah and not worry about it I probably, you know i that sort of that's been a big thing for me i th- i think
1: there's a there's a sense of like pureness and like just matter of factness of like, this is just me going out and having fun. And that's so, there's something so wonderful about that. I'm just doing it because I enjoy it and I want to get better at it. And I, and I think that's something that we all really need to s- still keep in mind as we're doing stuff. Because it's it's really easy to get lost. I know I have yeah. in, in all the things I do.
0: That's like the, I feel like that's been the only, uh, throughout this whole, whatever, how many, however many years I've been playing, 12 or something, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: whatever, not a numbers guy uh but like that's been like the only steady thing in my life like oh this is fun i need to keep this fun yeah it's always got to be fun
1: yeah i think going back to what i was talking about before for um things i'd like to change going back to stuff i really want to make sure that everything i'm doing as much as possible is like something i truly want to be doing as you know as much wishful thinking that may be you know because we always have to do stuff that we don't want to be doing as artists cuz like even if we want to be doing this to, in order for us to do the stuff that we want to do we, we have to do a bunch of stuff we don't want to do like write grants and like or if you don't want to write grants you got to get a job and make a bunch of money in order to make in order to make it the record
0: <laughs> right
1: so it's like somehow you got to do something that you don't want to do in order to do what you got to do but you got i don't know like i just i really want to make sure everything i'm doing i want to be like because th- I, I i'll work better i work better when i'm doing stuff that i want to be doing like automatically what i'm going to be doing will be better yeah just by me wanting to be there you know i don't know yeah
0: yeah i've made some serious adjustments in my life to just make sure that everything is um as what however you know what i mean like yeah i you might say that i took some steps backwards moving home from New York and being the door guy at a jazz club, but it makes my life more enjoyable.
1: I fully, I fully, I fully think that's a great thing to do. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, man. I think it's so, so encouraging to see people not do what everyone else does. You know, like you don't have to go to New York. You don't have to go to LA. You don't have to go anywhere. You can, I mean, there will, like, of course, some places will have more musicians than other places or whatnot, you know, but you don't have, you know, like the whole point is, is that you don't have to pay like a $1,200 a month for, for rent. Well, it's like, I mean, I'm from Seattle, which now the only place more expensive than Seattle is like Oakland, San Francisco, basically. Like, unfortunately,
0: (laughs) that's crazy. (laughs) Dude.
1: I can't, I can't, like, that's the thing. I can't afford to move home because Amazon has ruined my fucking hometown. Like, (laughs) I can't, I can't move home. (laughs) That's,
0: that's another crazy thing. Yeah,
1: like, I can't, I can't afford to live in Seattle unless I live with my parents at home. Like, there's, and I don't want to do that to my parents. My dad literally just retired, like, last week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not I'm not like going to put that on them to like come home like <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, my rent is so cheap. I yep. work across the street. Perfect. Perfect. And like dude, wh- you know, I like that's perfect and
1: I'm so happy for you. That's that's what I want all my musician friends to find is like their situation like that where it's like they're fucking they're doing their thing and they're happy. They've got their routine. They're able to be financially stable. However, that may mean to someone or however that may be achieved by someone, you know, I think that's so important. I think I just, I just want that for everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah. And also like the, the thing of like, you don't have to, you're talking about not having to go to New York or go to LA and like, this doesn't really work this life doesn't really work that well if you're static to begin with. Absolutely. Like, like really we're, there's a ceiling that you hit if you want to just like stay in your city, I think. yeah. Oh, so absolutely. Like absolutely. So you're going to be like playing if, if this gets to the point that we want it to, like we got to travel around to play and make records anyway. Yeah. So you might as well make home base enjoyable yeah you know what do you um sorry what have you been listening to not much myself yeah um
1: i love i love that answer though too
0: what's on the list let me see so i so people can actually check out my knockout ginger playlist i put stuff on it that's like music from people that are on the podcast mm-hmm. music we talk about oh sick that's whatever so like i've got tim Byrne always seems to sneak onto it
1: as he should
0: i think snake oil is like the best band ever and he he and um met uh yeah he did a he did a great
1: master class with oh yeah it was uh Double. Was it Broken Shadows? Yeah, Broken Shadows. So it was like he and, he and Chris Speed did a masterclass together, and then Dave Anderson and Dave King did a masterclass together. It was the
0: best day
1: ever. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was going to come down for that. I, I just oh, didn't... yeah,
1: I remember you, just, you were mentioning that, that you are thinking about that. Um... That was that was dope, because they were just... I mean, I, Chris Speed is one of my favorite tenure players, period. Like, I just... I could I just I could listen to him all day in any context I could like I don't care where I have to listen to or how I have to listen to him I will listen to him
0: yeah this record sorry I gotta search it because I'm oh, so bad with names uh platinum on tap is yes, one of yes. the greatest records so good
1: oh my god that record is so good oh yeah. i I've, I've listened to a bunch. That record is just incredible. It's, from all three of them. Is just it's so deep and beautiful. And yeah. Oh man, I need to. I want to listen to that record again. It's been it's been long enough for me because I've been listening to so. I've been listening to so much like trap and like different versions. Like just trying to research and learn different production stuff as much as possible
0: i just found this artist named uh dorian electra mm-hmm. do you know them no the like the synth sounds on this on these dorian electra recordings are blowing my mind mm-hmm. so i've been listening to that kind of the extended oh this guy from alberta named Coulter wall okay he sounds like He's he's he just sounds like a darker Johnny Cash. Fuck yes. He's like the he's like he might be king of the murder ballad. Oh yes. He's great.
1: Yes, please. I will have to. I will
0: definitely talk that then. That's pretty much it. I don't know. What have you been listening to? uh, like, uh okay. let me check. Let, let me open stuff up here. Let me see.
1: Let me see what the let me see what the stats say. Let me check the stats real quick um uh D- dj rashad is the the last thing i've listened to i'm listening to slow tie the rapper um i like his he's he's a rapper from the uk i like some of his stuff he's he's pretty he's got a pretty interesting flow he's got a lot of intricacies in the way he raps yeah i don't know um Dylan there I was just listening to John Wayne, J-Pig Mafia, Knockout Ginger, cartoons. <laughs> um nice. Denzo Curry, high classified. Uh you know do you know J I D or Jid? No. Oh he's he's sick, man. Super dope. Um yeah, he's he, he's just so intricate with his with his rhythms and like his his rhyming and just uh, it's super exciting to listen to him like just so much so much so much dynamics and just i don't know he's 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 really amazing
0: sweet and of course j j i d
1: yeah j i d yeah of course Freddie gibbs uh, alfredo his new that record is crazy the alchemist is just a master story as is the uh other freddie gibbs bandana with madlib that record is also like just masterpiece
0: yeah i know that one
1: yeah oh.
0: <laughs> um i'm pretty out of the loop when it comes to this world of producers and it's definitely playing a bit of a learning- playing instruments that aren't a hundred years old
1: exactly no it's like it's it's a different world if are t- the more the more i dig in the more i realize i guess how much more separate of worlds and scenes they are than i thought they would be um like there there is of course crossover you know but it's like i feel like like there's like there's crossover as in like there's instrumentalists who like do hip hop stuff you know like there's like there's like the cipher and stuff in Montreal, which is like mm-hmm. the the live instrumental hip hop um, like jam session every Thursday. Well, when it, when it was happening, but um, like that's like instrumentalists playing hip hop, but like producers going towards or like you know going more towards, like, a jazz world, that's less of a thing that happens, I find. Like, they will listen to jazz, and they will sample jazz and stuff, but, like, it's not, like, this. it's not the same thing, I think. Well, because it's, like, the, well, of course, the entry point is so difficult, you know? Like, a learning curve immediately to get to the point of, like, being able to enjoy playing jazz at, like, a pres- like a show presentable level will take quite a bit of time
0: to get. Decades.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> like it will take. It takes quite a bit of time to just like learn how to play quarter notes on a bass. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I still haven't totally figured it out. Yeah,
1: like there, you like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> BMW driver just went by. There's a guy who owns
1: one near me and he always likes to launch off the stop sign outside my place and i can always tell it's him
0: oh is your studio in your place
1: yeah no oh, yeah yeah yeah. i have a yeah i have a three bed my three bedroom apartment with um with my girlfriend i've lived nice. here for six years with roommates and i've had uh, i've had liz here for over, over, just over like probably about a year and a half now but Being able to... She's a graphic and web designer, so, like, she has her own office as well, so we each have our own space. Nice. To be able to work in, which is just for... The pandemic has been excellent.
0: Yeah. Have I met her? Uh,
1: When were you here last? 2018?
0: Probably, yeah.
1: I think you met... You might have met her. She might have been... I'm not sure. But... Yeah. Um... Yeah, i've just been like steadily upgrading my studio space to like um well like i have i i got these like stu- studio like a uh, photography roll like rolls of paper you can't see it because of my background my paulie and tony behind me right here for all, for all you people listening my my zoom background is me sitting in front of the the, the restaurant with tony soprano and Paulie, well, paulie paul walnuts They'll know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just chilling with them, basically. Uh, have you seen well, the, the movie Vanishing Point before? Oh, man. Yeah. You I've,
0: I've seen like five movies. Oh,
1: good. This should be your sixth movie. Okay. Movie um that heavily inspired uh, my record, but it's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's basically about a guy, main character Kowalski. Who is like a car delivery driver? This movie is in 1971, but um, he basically the premise of the movie is that he bets a speed dealer that he can drive from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see, you see the car on my on my cover. the The Dodge Challenger is like a matching edition of that car of the car for the movie. There's a guy who runs a garage in uh, just north of Montreal who restored his own version because he loves the movie too. He was, It's like his dream car and he restored a matching version of it. So I used it for the album cover. And then um, all the animations involved the white challenger for the record. Like all have the challenger in the... And it's like a symbolism for the meaning of the... Uh, for like the... Like, um, like the meaning of and like the lessons of the movie and like the things, the themes that they think about, which is
0: pretty it's a great,
1: existential. Like it's, it's,
0: that's like a really great album cover.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's my, that's a photo of my, my homie, Brian Wilcat, who I, who wor- I worked on the, um, doc, the moto doc this summer with. He's the one who's gotten me. Oh, in. that's not you. That is me. And the, he, oh. no, my, my homie took the picture.
0: Oh, I see. I see.
1: That's yeah. It's like around the corner from the shop. On a, on a road so yeah but yeah that movie basically is just about him betting his de- he goes to his dealer out front of a bar and like buys some speed off him and bets him that he can make it to cisco california in like by like sunday or whatever and then he just spends the whole movie driving as fast as he can like running from the cops and becoming like like this like running from the man like running from society type hero kind of thing and like like i mean that's that's a big generalization there's a bunch of it it's a a great movie if you can find it somewhere but yeah you'll kind of understand thematically the the album i guess maybe a a bit differently because it's the move the movie heavily influenced the album and the all the design for the record and stuff
0: sweet and then
1: a cart, we get our I'm getting our shirts tomorrow for the record too.
0: So I'm gonna order one of these shirts for oh, sure. Fuck yeah,
1: thanks, bud. Yeah, we get we literally get literally getting it tomorrow, which is I don't know when this podcast is, is coming out.
0: Uh this will be posted on Tuesday.
1: Ah, perfect. So yes, so they'll be out by then. Yeah, so this is yeah, I'm super I'm super stoked. Sweet.
0: Sweet. Yeah, um I usually put some links into the description. Yes. Do you want me to link to the Bandcamp for that? Yeah. yeah, sure. And then like your Instagram or anything else. Like, what do you want me to link to? Yeah,
1: Instagram, Twitter, those things work. Those three. Okay. Those, yeah, uh, Evan Chain Music and Evan shape Photo. My Instagrams.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Uh, do you have any Lawful Citizen shirts left?
1: I do. I have. I do have some. Do you want Sweet. one? Up, yeah.
0: I'll probably order. I'll. Can I get that on Bandcamp too?
1: Oh, oh yeah, dude. I'll. Nah, dude, I'll throw I'll throw one in. If you, if I'll place you,
0: I'll place you know, an order.
1: For you do have to. <laughs> I have I have a I'm trying to get rid of them because they're they're just taking a closet space. Fucking, man, I am never making a CD again in my life.
0: No, mm. so okay, this is what I'm going through right now. What would what, what's your don't make
1: CDs? Everyone needs to stop right now.
0: This is I'm I hear you.
1: Everyone Wait. needs to stop CDs and it needs to, and it needs to be a collective decision from everyone. I think, I think we all need to just say no because these old fucking jazz media people that keep in their fucking ways from 2003 when they started their blog spot pages or whatever, or they're, they started, they haven't changed, man. Like they just, they're like, no, I only take things that are CDs. And it's like, then you send their cd send them a cd and then it just sits on their desk for eternity still in the plastic you know it's like i spend this money to make this record with all this petroleum that was extracted from the ground and then shipped on a truck or a plane to get to somewhere across the the continent or across the world just to sit on someone's desk like <laughs> that's so bleak i hear you like i don't know like
0: would you, so how do you feel about like, would you make vinyl?
1: Hell yeah. Like if, because it's like, if it's something more worthwhile like that, maybe, but it's just like, I haven't had, I, I don't know. I haven't made them yet. I'd like to, for my next record, that's like a kind of an ideal thing, but I'd have to probably get a grant or something like that. Try They're to,
0: expensive, man. It's crazy. Expensive. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do. Like, um, and
1: like generally it can be pretty like long wait times also.
0: Yeah. I th- i'm There's thinking i might do master
1: differently and stuff too
0: so i d- i might do tapes just for fun just because yeah. i like tapes i like the vibe of having um just that thing where you that element of vinyl and cassette where you you just started at the beginning and it plays through yeah you know it's beautiful that's a- something that i'm kind of hung up on but
1: I I think like I think it's such a good thing like I love being able to do that and just like it's such a different way of listening from being able to because I I'm just going to jump around from stuff you know like I'm like if I'm on I'm on Spotify I'm not going to stay focused on something if you just put on on a record and you just like sit back and you like don't touch it you experience totally you experience the same music totally differently I think I think that's so cool and and pretty important too. Actually, you know, because you got to experience music in different ways to be able to appreciate it fully. Tapes are fun too, but I feel I don't know. I like the idea of making tapes, but it's like I don't. It's the same thing with CDs. I don't have any way of playing tapes. Like if I I like. I like the idea of having tapes. If you have maybe like a car from like the early nineties or something like that, I think that's dope because then you have tapes and you can listen to them in your car.
0: Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. That's dope. But we're a, we're a small, small demographic.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's tough. Like I don't have a tape player in, in my girlfriend's car. Like I would totally li- listen to more, you know, but yeah. no.
0: Do you have any, uh, any like last, pressing thoughts for my idiot listeners
1: um man just support your friends support everyone around you right now think about how you can make a better impact on the world think about how you can improve yourself and better everything for everyone around you how can you support your everyone else around you how can you be a better part of your scene how can you make better music? It's always be thinking, how can we make stuff better for everyone? And we can make this, all this fucking terrible shit a better place for at least, or at least try to make it a better place. And if we, you know, you fail in that, at least you tried, you know, tried your best to make the world a better place. And that's the best thing you can possibly do. Yeah. I want to, I want to think in all my absolute deep pessimism and doom and gloom about literally everything, I want everyone to have some sort of positivity.